Hey, y'all. Welcome to Water Break. Water Break has been kind of like my little baby um, that I stopped doing. I dropped the baby for 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 a couple months. But me and my wife have been... We've done a couple podcasts here and there. We've been wanting to be more consistent. So this is our attempt at being a little more consistent. Although I travel next week. Yeah. And we're going to record. We'll record on Friday. Neil, check the calendar on Friday. We're recording. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we want to talk about, you know, theology as it relates to health. Um, we'll talk about fitness. Uh, you know, so hopefully moving forward, we'll, we'll have some fun conversations um, for you guys, for our listeners. Uh, my wife is actually, uh, you know, we got married in 2005, the year mm-hmm. I graduated University of Idaho. My education was in communications. My wife's graduated University of Idaho in 2007, and her education was a little more complex a little I, better i use it <laughs> actually you actually use it i, I don't use my, use my liberalism or feminism that i got from communications right yeah uh you actually you actually use it um and so since we're going to be talking about you know health and and culture and theology uh for the coming months maybe longer if you like it uh I, I thought it'd be good actually annie just to start with you um, most of the audience already knows me. They know you a little bit on the, the Wife's Christmas Show, one of the favorite favorite yes. ones of the year. Yes. Um, uh, but kind of, you know, introduce our audience a little more to you and, and kind of your background in, in health and, and fitness. You've been doing this. Um, I met you in 2003, end of 2003, I think it was. When did you start, when did you start going to U of I? 2004? 2003? 2003. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I met you. And you were thinking through actually going through vet to vet school yeah. veterinary school yeah and then about i don't know six months a year into u of i you shifted yeah. into phys ed is it phys ed sport, sport science, sport science phys yeah, ed, yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's what they called mm-hmm. it and um uh, uh so you end up going that route mm-hmm. and, and so i basically as long as i've known you you've been in yeah in in you know sports science and yeah. in, the, in the athletic um fitness world yeah um, so why don't you kind of just, you know, talk about a little bit of your background, your education and, uh, you know, why you like me. Actually, you don't need <laughs> to answer weave, that on the show. <laughs> weave you into that story. Um, yeah, yeah. So like you said, um, uh, I ended up studying, uh, getting a degree in sports science at U of I so many years ago. Um, I'd always, you graduated 2007. I'm good at dates. Annie's not so good with dates. I, was it 07? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I graduated in 05 and you graduated two years after I did. Oh, seven. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. You, so. you finished college on time. I, yeah. I didn't. I mean, <laughs> we're six years apart, so you can do the math. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I got a degree in sports science. I, I kind of grew up. I was active. I loved sports. Played them all the way through high school. So, um, and then uh, I, I also really loved animals and I loved horses. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe I'll try pre vet. Um, ended up changing my major simply because I, I was at the time I was young, but I was a pragmatist and I just thought, you know, what is knowing I eventually would get married, eventually I'd have kids. You know, I was just trying to think like, what, what kind of degree could I, could I get that I'm interested in that I could use Mm -hmm. in, in different capacities in different seasons of my life. And so that's kind of initially why I made that switch. Right. I mean, it was something I was really interested in. Um, and it's great. I actually enjoyed most of my classes, especially my upper level level ones. And I, and I Very still use experience. them. Yeah, Very yeah. different experience than me. I fought with people a lot less <laughs> yeah, than, than, than I did in class. In <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, that was so many years ago. And I, I took the route that a lot of people, um, in the, in the health and fitness, you know, business 
took, I started teaching group fitness halfway through my um, college, halfway through college. Um, I think I started personal training my senior year um, and really have been doing both of those things in some capacity ever since. You know, here we are like you know, 18 years, whatever it is. We're going to be 19 in March. Not, yeah, later, March. like a long yeah. time later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, um, you know, I, I started out kind of as a runner. So it's, it's interesting. I like, I just, it's fun to kind of tell the story because it, it I don't know, it's, it's a lot of people's stories. So, <laughs> yeah, right, uh, I started right. out as a runner as many girls do in college. Cause they're like, well, high school sports are over. I don't yeah. want to get fat. I'm just going to run. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, it, I had some great running years. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got a little more competitive with my running um, uh, as the years went on. A little side note there, uh, Annie, uh, when we first got married, you'd run in the winter and you'd run everywhere outside. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was a and psycho, everything. I was a and psychopath about it. Sick during <laughs> yeah. the winter. Yeah. And I said, I said, you part of it is you're overworked because you're going to school yeah. and married to me. That's, I had that's many overwork. Yeah, me. yeah, many problems. But you'd also run outside and you'd be like, why am I constantly sick? Uh, every yeah, winter, yeah. all winter yeah. I was so sick. Yeah. And then you're you're like, maybe you should not run outside in the winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and sleep yeah. a little more. I made a lot of bad choices yeah. back then. But anyways, I started as a runner, um, ran fairly competitively, eventually did, you know, half marathons, 10 Ks, relays, you know, all that stuff. I remember um, you doing like a half <clears throat> marathon, like seven months pregnant or something. No, I actually didn't do a ton of racing pregnant. Um, okay. My hips didn't like running pregnant. I yeah, yeah. Some women do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, I had too was much it, okay. hip pain. It was funny when I was pregnant, I could do everything. I just running was the yeah. one thing I couldn't do, yeah. which early on I think was God just being like, yeah. you need, <laughs> you need to chill out. <laughs> you need a yeah. break. Yeah. So anyways. Annie will go, go, go until she passes out. Yes. Yeah. At least I used to, I yeah. had, I had some yeah. problems, but anyways, yeah, I started out as a runner, um, was personal training along, along those lines. And then, um, long story short, CrossFit kind of got big. Mm-hmm. I was working at a small town gym. We knew it was coming and it was like, get on the train or get left behind. So we yeah. were like, let's do it. So we all, you know, we got CrossFit certified. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, you know, got into Olympic weightlifting. And I will say this, um, number one, uh, if this podcast continues on, you will hear me say some negative things about CrossFit and I will mean them, but, (laughs) um, I did really enjoy my years. It was very, very fun. It was super competitive. I loved that. Mm -hmm. And I do appreciate CrossFit for putting, uh, just like weightlifting back Mm -hmm. on the map because functional, like, well, actually like a, like a real weightlifting, like Olympic weightlifting back on the map because it really was kind of a bodybuilder world Mm -hmm. there for a while. Thanks to like Arnold and all those guys. Um, and, uh, the CrossFit made it popular again, especially for women. because up to that point, it was like Jane Fonda. It was mm-hmm. like, you don't do that. You just get on the floor with these little pink weights and you do these weird right, reps right. 30 times and <laughs> then you go home. I mean, that's what it was. So I am, yeah. I will, I will eternally be thankful to CrossFit for that. Even yeah. though a, a lot of people have, even though it's a cult, uh, even though it's a cult. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, you can also injure yourself weight lifting yeah. in CrossFit also, you know, but just um, because you lift weights doesn't mean you're part yeah, of a cult different and yes, yeah, <laughs> different conversation for a different time. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, I got into Olympic, uh, weightlifting then. And I have taken that with me even to this day. I I'm really, I really appreciate that. I'm a huge fan. So anyways, got into CrossFit, did that fairly competitively, you know, all in as all CrossFitters are for several years. Don't regret it. Had a great time, but, um, that's about when my thyroid tanked. I'm pretty sure in Mm -hmm. hindsight, um, little too much keto, little too much CrossFit Uh and that's all it takes. So we can talk about that more later. Maybe if you want to, we will, (laughs) we will. Um, and you know, uh, that really and so part of part of what you're illustrating is that when when you do some of these when you made some of these moves you're you're kind of 
getting their certifications, you're learning yeah. more about different yeah. exercises, different movements, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm always, yeah, I'm always so, doing that continuing yeah, education, continuing you know, getting education those, getting those like certifications, yeah. uh-huh. going to those, you know, big conferences, mm-hmm. you know, some of which are helpful, some of which are not. Um, yeah, so just a very long journey and kind of, kind of bringing my clients, um, along with me to yeah. some degree. Um, and you know, that, uh, that kind of bring that story right there brings me to about like five-ish years ago, which is when I really started to notice that the sort of high intensity exercise, the CrossFit life mm-hmm. for me. And for a lot of my clients, especially ones who were closer to my age, like mid thirties, yeah. it was starting to do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of, you know, I was sick all the time. Yep. Every mm-hmm. single time I would mm-hmm. compete, I would just, no matter what, because you, you I, spend your whole body oh in that gosh, competition. Oh my gosh, you're just yeah. like, it's uh-huh. all out. And I wasn't one of those people that was able to like, I'm just going to do this for fun. Like that yeah. was not no. a thing I could do. And he doesn't do things for fun. <laughs> no. Yep. And I mean, I she think- She didn't marry me for fun. Most CrossFitters don't either. I think most personalities, <laughs> there's exceptions, but most personalities drawn to CrossFit yeah. are those people yeah, who yeah. are like- uh, right. They're I'm intense. Just, I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like all or nothing, totally. Yeah. You missed a good joke though. <laughs> oh, I just sorry. That's okay. What, did I, I, said, what? I said you didn't marry me for fun. Oh, geez. I mean, Gabe's the funnest. He's the funnest one. Uh, uh, so, anyways, so yeah, cross, but cross yeah. politic, uh, cross politic, CrossFit, CrossFit politic. Uh, ends. Yeah, it ends. I, 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 I just pulled myself out of it. I was like, yep. I think at this point in my life, my hormones, my mm-hmm. all, all the stress, all the sickness. I think it's time to not do that so much. So at this point, <clears throat> I'm. If you look looked at a week in the life of me or a month in the life of me, I'm kind of just doing a hybrid version of all the things. Uh, that I love and that I've done in the past, but I've kind of tried to piece it together where I'm, I'm taking the best of, you know, the best of CrossFit things that I still think are good and mm-hmm. functional and helpful mm-hmm. for longevity. I'm still doing those. I'm still dabbling in Olympic weightlifting. I still run a little. I don't want to let go of that skill, mm-hmm. although I'm not running half as much or as hard as I used to. Um, and yeah, so it's just kind of like a, like a functional uh, minimum effective dose type yeah. approach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm really starting to look more towards longevity Um simply because, you know, I'm at that point where I got three yeah. kids, you know, and yeah. I, I'm, you get older, you want to live longer. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I got to look ahead here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to stop yeah. just being like, let, what's, you know, what, what are we going to do tomorrow? We got to be thinking long-term. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of my journey. Um, and I, I trained and taught and yeah, managed a training team and did all yeah, kinds yeah. of things during, um, during mm-hmm. that time. But, um, uh, now let's talk about like the nutritional side because oh, yeah. there's been, and part of it, um, me and Annie got, uh, we'll have uh, we got a little different takes um, that hopefully you find helpful. But I remember um, growing up in in my mom's household and um, being skeptical of just the food world, yeah. um, being skeptical of the vaccine world. My mom did ho- did home home birth with my brother and then hospital birth with us. Um, so I kind of um, grew up. I mean, we did like this this co op. Um, I mean, I can't even, I don't even think it was a building. I think it was a bunch of families came and sold their peanut butter and their homemade, oh, yeah. their homemade peanut butter That's co-op funny. stuff. So mom and mom and dad kind of came out of hippie, um, yeah. You, yeah. you know, so right. there's this kind of like, I think actually mom can correct me, but I think there's maybe a little bit of hippie influence in how they Probably. viewed yeah. food and, and so forth. Um, and so that skepticism and then COVID hit Yeah. and, and, and COVID just, um, I already like we didn't when we had our babies, we didn't immediately just jab them with vaccines. You know, we wouldn't let the doctors do anything except for put a little yeah. what vitamin K in their yeah. eye or something yeah. like that. You know, well, you you always have had a really healthy dose of skepticism that I yeah. um, I um, COVID pushed me over 
over the edge. Yeah, right, right. It, 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 you already, you already kind of with me a little, a little bit. But, but I mean, you, you already like the the food triangle, the the, what, the food pyramid, the food pyramid. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you already because you learned that in uh, University of Idaho, I did. didn't you? I mean, they they straight they was, and yeah, basic and the, and the, nutrition, sports nutrition. They're just like you need to eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember you saying all your whole grains yeah. and uh, you know just avoid you know yeah. don't eat too many eggs or you'll die you know like yeah. I mean, that's kind of that and I remember you saying line. that you needed to flip the pyramid yeah. upside down yeah we've talked about when, that before when did you um, become convinced of of that because the food pyramid came out of what you know big cereal research or whatever yeah and, uh, big, and then you yeah, got that food. fed at University of Idaho yeah. well, everyone everyone was fed that doctors fed that. nutritionists right. everyone yeah yeah that's I mean, crazy nothing you know it's like what in the world yeah okay so this is what happened. Little rabbit trail. Yeah, yeah, little rabbit trail, but it's fine. That's probably going to be our entire podcast. It's just going to be a rabbit trail. But um, so this is what happened. So I graduated, you know, with a degree in sports science. I got certified in personal training, got a bunch of other certifications, and then I go to work in a gym. And yeah, at the start, you're like, this is what you, this is what you're told. You're they're like, okay, you're a personal trainer, yep. so you're just you just need to worry about exercise. Um, mm -hmm. nutrition in general is out of your scope. Like you yeah. just, you're not a, you know, a yeah. dietitian. Mm -hmm. So you need to be really, really careful that you don't, you know, say too much. Don't prescribe anything. No, yeah. no writing meal plans for people. Not that I was in it to write meal plans. Yeah, I'm still yeah. not, but like yeah. they were just very much like stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was like, okay, great. That's awesome. Because at the time I was really young eating absolute garbage mm -hmm. every day and just running 30 to 40 miles a week so that yeah. I kind of got away with it yeah. to some degree agree you know yeah. but do you remember uh, this is another rabbit trail but do you remember how bad my blood sugar control was remember like how hangry i would get so quick or how well, I, I remember um when i would were, wake up i had your to classes eat, like they had you like drink all sugar or something they did you did testing class remember they, um, oh yeah yeah in they school. had you see what your body would react to but i yeah. do remember i remember oh, we'd go on like um uh vacations together yeah and and as soon as you'd wake up in the hotel room, you'd oh, be like, yeah. "Please go get me some eggs and coffee." Or like, oh, it was back then. It was like mm -hmm. I need a bagel and I yeah, need yeah. A, I like I need peanut butter toast. It was peanut butter toast. My a lot blood of that. sugar yeah. would crash. Like I could yeah. not. Yeah. I there was yeah. like you set a timer. I had twenty minutes before I was like. Yep. Uh, an absolute disaster. And I, and I just, I just thought something was wrong with you. Well, I was, I knew nothing <laughs> back then. I knew yeah. nothing about blood sugar control, mm -hmm. the signs and symptoms of that. And I thought that that, you know, me being hungry all the time, having to snack all the time. Like I right. carried snacks around with me yeah. like an insane I remember person. All that. Yeah. 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 And again, I just ran it off. So uh -huh. I kind of, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't fat because of it, but yeah. I was surely very, very metabolically unhealthy. And I thought that that was the, the that meant that I had a fast metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. uh, I just had completely out of control blood sugar. So anyways, yeah. that was me personally doing that. And yeah. and I was like, great, it's fine. I, and I was living out kind of the paradigm that all the trainers had at the time, which is like, don't worry about food. Yeah. Just work out really hard. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But uh, just work it off, just sweat it out, off. whatever. And you're young. Yeah. And uh -huh. you know, in my case, uh, not a breadwinner paid to be fit. Yeah. It kind of works, but uh -huh. that does not work in the real world for the most part. And it yeah. really doesn't work once you hit 30 or so. So yeah, yeah. what happened was a couple of years went by with me just sort of ignoring um, nutrition and clients or any, any you know, um, hints or tips that I would give them were mm -hmm. totally like straight from the FDA. Yeah. Like, we'll just dry lower fat, you know, or just try to make sure it's, you know, shredded wheat mm -hmm. instead of mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember all like this. Just basic. I uh, to back Annie up a little bit. I think I gained 30 pounds our first year of marriage. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had stretch marks on my legs you, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a good time. But I was also like year. 185 dripping you wet when we first got yeah, married. I needed, needed to gain, gain like some weight. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so. no, I mean, it was just terrible. But, yeah. but anyway, so I, I what. Well, 
you know, I was doing this with my clients and they were just any, anyone who wasn't just genetically gifted already, mm-hmm. like just like a really hard gainer or just naturally mm-hmm. so lean or just yeah, naturally, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Everybody knows that one friend I actually had a high metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> has like that one friend, yeah. but besides those people, I just couldn't get results. Like, it was not working. What yeah. I was told to do is not working. Like number one, uh, nutrition matters. You cannot yeah. tell a personal trainer, Hey, go help people achieve their goals, which yeah. 85% of the time food. is yeah. fat loss. That's what people want. It's yeah. what men want. It's what women want even more one mm-hmm. way or another. They want less fat on their body, maybe yeah. more muscle, but they want less fat. And you yeah. cannot do that yeah. unless you address what you're putting in your mouth. And then secondly, the things that I was taught to tell them about nutrition was not working. So that's when I started deep diving right. on my own, which is a very slow, painful educational experience yeah. of just reading book after book after book. Yeah. It's better now. Cause now I can listen back then. I, I, yeah, always listening. And I mean, just like listening to experts, looking at studies and then a lot of self experimentation yeah. and a lot of, uh, you know, convincing my clients who mm-hmm. were just as, you know, brainwashed as me, like, okay, we're going to actually bring your carbs down. We're going to bring some healthy fats up and just like trying to convince them, um, that that actually might work, yeah, you know, or right. just in general, like just eat less processed food, you know, yeah. things like that. So yeah, it was quite, um, that's really, that's what made me, um, change my mind slowly mm-hmm. and, and go deep dive the, the information and the studies and the experts on my own is just yeah. simply cause it was not working. Yeah. You know? So, so now, um, basically what you're illustrating is that you had this athletic training, fitness, um, sports science side of things. Yeah. And then now over the years, you've kind of grown into this nutrition side of yeah. of how you think about exercise and healthy body and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm leaning more that way. Um, I can't remember. Maybe we talked about this in the last time we podcasted, but I'm leaning more that way simply out of necessity. Like I love exercise. If I could just help everyone with working out, mm-hmm. like lifting big weight, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, training their cardiovascular system, like just, I love that stuff. And I mean, that's where all my formal training is in, mm-hmm. but like to the point I was just making earlier, like I've just found every gear I've gotten older. My clients get older, especially it's just, you cannot help them yeah. uh, just with that. And in a lot of instances, instances, especially with women, especially women who are like busy moms North of 35, yeah. 30, 35, um, adding intense exercise into their already way on top of the, you know, like mm-hmm. the immense amount of stress that they already have in their life, on their body, not sleeping, hormones mm. whacked out. Um, a lot of that intense exercise can, in my opinion, do more harm than good mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, I'm all about the exercise. I think you need to understand it and you need to implement it like wisely, right. um, and the right kinds at the right mm-hmm. times. But, but I, you could, you could be a stressful mom and then add more stress to your body and make things worse. Totally. Work out I, see stress all or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I see it right. all the time. Yep. All the time. Yeah. Especially when, um, you know, and this is most people know this women tend to lean very hard towards cardio. It's mm-hmm. just what we like. It's yeah. what we've been taught. Like this is, you don't want to get bulky. This is how you lose weight. You just get on that treadmill and you run, or you yeah, just get right, on that right. spin bike and you spin. Just and that's run. all we do. Yeah. yeah. And especially when that's the kind of exercise yep. they're falling back on, mm-hmm. um, that's the stuff that can really do more harm yeah. than good. Where right. when really a lot of times uh, these ladies need like a very slow, low mm-hmm. stress, uh, full body yeah. strength routine. Yeah. That's the kind of exercise that might help them. But you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a kind of a there's a lot of things going on at yeah. once, but yeah, I've, yeah. I, I'm leaning more that way because that's what people need. And I'll, I'll say the, the other thing that you've gotten in, into that I, I find helpful and interesting is actually looking at, um, blood tests, yeah. you know, so you can looking see the, the sugars, blood. Yeah. the blood pressure, you can kind mm-hmm. of, kind of objectively see things because a lot of our food culture 
has been created around, you know, fads, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, dieting, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it's coming sales packages, yeah. and, you know, it's coming you know, versus like, you know, okay, let's see how objective we can make things yeah. in your life to be able to make good decisions about your health, about your, you know, working out stress and, right. and your food totally. and everything. So you, you can kind of getting into the, the blood test side of things too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 again, I feel like I've had to, because like you said, um, uh, number one, just because somebody looks fit yeah. does not mean that they are necessarily healthy. I as mean, in, as in my case, I mean, look, look fit. And, I mean, you look very fit. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, yep. what? <laughs> and then you take, te- take my blood test and he's like, wow, he's got a lot of stress Ooh, in his life. Wow, his blood pressure yeah. is up. It doesn't fit. Yeah. I, we don't understand. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So number one, uh, looking good, especially mm. just looking good in the short term, like dieting down, you know, just white knuckling it. And like getting that selfie and posting it and be mm-hmm. like, I did it, you know, look yeah. at my six pack like that. I mean, oftentimes what you have to do in order to do that um, it, it is not good for your health. And a lot of times if you were to look at that person's blood work, you'd be like, well, this is not good at all. So some of it is that. And also, like you said, it's just an objective metric to help um, um, us understand each individual and like mm-hmm. what's going on under the surface. Because like you said, a lot of people are like, well, is the keto diet good? Well, is, is hit class good? Is, mm-hmm. is, you know, this thing good. And it's like, well, it can be, mm-hmm. but it just completely depends on where your body's yeah, at, you know, right. are carbs bad? Well, it's like, well, if your insulin's under control, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, if your insulin's widely yeah. out of control, they might, feed that problem. they might yeah. not be good for yeah. you right now. So yeah. it just helps you, um, it nuance the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just super yeah. helpful metric. So, so um, we probably got about um, probably about fifteen, maybe twenty minutes left okay. um, here. I want to I want to turn the corner and just maybe put a little um, context behind how we think um, biblically and um, uh, culturally and and even physically about our bodies and yeah. health. Yeah. Um, what you know when we were talking about this kind of preparing, thinking through our first podcast. There's so many for me on my side. I I I'm not a pastor, but I tend to think very pastoral about this issue mm-hmm. because yeah, because there's um, there's idolatry, all sorts of American idolatry wrapped up in food. There's a lot of insecurities in women wrapped up in food, mm-hmm. um, and and you have a lot of you know what whatever you want to call them disorders because of those insecurities, oh, totally. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's all sorts of like um, pressure being applied from different angles from our culture. Um, on this issue. And yeah. so we, you know, me and Annie, we're, we're Kyperian Christians. We believe Jesus is Lord overall. And so we, when we talk about health, we want um, the definition of health to come from the Bible. We don't right. want it to come from, uh, you know, all these pressures trying to get us to think about what health is. I mean, and, and then in, in addition to that, you have a government involved in health in a way they absolutely should not be oh, involved yeah. in health. Oh, yeah. And and they're, we're allowing them to define the food pyramid, you know? Well, define <laughs> it at, at worst and at best, just utterly confuse everyone. You know what I mean? Like, just put people in a position where they have no idea yeah. who to believe, what to believe. And so, yeah. That's right. So so we're kind of thinking through, you know, what's the, what's the biblical definition of health? And, and yeah. we, uh, you know, um, you think about... Uh, the, the the Bible uh, addresses this in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um. The, you know, but w- the Bible doesn't just sit there and give us a detailed manual 
on what foods you should eat or not eat for right. yourself. You right. know, that right. we live, let me illustrate this way. We live in a broken world. So people break arms, mm-hmm. right? We live in a broken world. So um, thyroids don't work or mm-hmm. you might have high blood pressure or you might, um, unfortunately, you might have an allergy and I'm not talking about like the boutique allergies that <laughs> are cool in the kind. moment. The, the, you actually <laughs> might have a real allergy and right. this is just recognizing that, you know, we live in a broken world. Right. Um, and so I think part of part of this issue when we get into it is um, individuals bring their own either spiritual problems to it or they bring their own broken bodies to it. You know, mm-hmm. I have an allergy here. How do I, you know, help me out? Um, and, and so, um, you know, God's the, it, it, our, our God's a crazy designer. Our bodies yeah. are complex. Yeah, they are. Um, and so we want to, we don't want to, we, we want to define things biblically and, and at the same time recognize that um, we're in a broken world. We have broken bodies. We have broken arms. We have, um, and then, and then there's a whole spiritual element to um, our bodies and the health of our bodies. So right. um, I, I wanted to actually, I just read this today. I should have texted you this verse, um, but Proverbs uh, three, one and two says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace. They will add to you. Um, the, the Bible I can't think of an example in the scriptures where the Bible talks about, you know, you eat this food and you'll live long days. Mm-hmm. But I can think of multiple examples, multiple scriptures and texts where if you obey me, you'll live long. Yeah. If you, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of gets at um, Paul. Paul says in First um, Timothy chapter, oh, did I write it down in my notes? First Timothy chapter four, verse eight, he says, you know, body ex- exercise gains a little. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it, it, the word is little, it's short. It, and the word is, the Greek word is little and short. It gains a little bit, but body exercise, um, oh, what does he say? Like spiritual, like basically your bodily exercise gains little. Spiritual exercise is, is, is more gains, important. Yeah, it's it more, it's more important. More. But, yeah, it's but, more he important sa- yeah. but he says, I just read this um, text. Let me, he actually says it's, it's, it gains all or something like that. Like it's, it's like a, you know, he's comparing little and, and much in right. that text, uh, four, eight. Um, uh, therefore, whoever disregards this, regards, where to go? Oh, I'm in first Thessalonians. No wonder I was in <laughs> Timothy. I don't use this Bible very much. It's just my studio Bible. Um, here we go. Uh, verse four, eight. While bodily training is of some value, it gains little, the word little, Godliness is of value in every way as it holds the promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Yeah. In every way, it, it also can be translated, it gains all. Right. So. Yeah, it's a good verse. It's, it's a great, it's a great verse to talk about this. So when we, I think when we define like a biblical definition of health, we aren't just talking about food, although food is very much a part of that. We're mm-hmm. talking about like, you know, heart, soul, mind and body. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're talking about it all. And a lot of, and I think this, um, this is probably a a good way to talk about both ditches, both sides of the road, where you have this kind of materialistic view of food. You eat this and it'll make your life better. You know, you do this diet and it'll make your life better. You do, you do this and, and it strips all the, all of who you are and who God made you heart, mind, soul, and body. And just looks at, the input and output. Right. And, and then you have the other side of this, the Gnostic, the Gnostic side of this. Right. Where it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, McDonald's every day. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. You just need to glorify God. Right. Well, I like uh, you're right about the two ditches and this is, um, I love this point because this is really one of the reasons that I wanted to get on here and have these conversations with you because I don't, I feel like Christians are really missing this. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as podcasts go, there's so many out there with good information. Yeah. Right. Like it's like, there's no lack of that. If you you know where to go. Vitamin D is good for you. Or just like this expert. (laughs) There's a lot of really good free stuff now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I, I find that Christians in particular are still just like, really like, I don't know. They don't know what to do because no one is really talking about how do we tackle these topics, which mm-hmm. are obviously important. Like yeah. you said, we're not Gnostics. We're living in our bodies. God gave them to us. We're supposed to be good stewards. Um, wh- how do we sort through this with a paradigm that is biblical? Mm-hmm. And I just, there aren't a lot of conversations, at least not that I'm aware of, not a lot of co- people mm-hmm. having these conversations. And and to speak to the two ditches, what I see is for Christians, I see them either going, like you said, the materialistic way, basically just like whatever the world is doing or saying, that's what I'm doing. You tell me to fast. The new Atkins diet. You tell me, yeah. Or Or keto or whatever. I'm a goddess because of all the hormones I have. I'm a goddess. Like they're just going, they're just full in, just doing the worldly thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's problems with that. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but like, then there's a whole other group. And I would say um, our community here in Moscow, I see a lot of this mm-hmm. where it's very reactionary and mm-hmm. they just go ahead and they throw the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. and, and they're just like, well, I see what the, you know, I see what's on fitness magazine. I see what's mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's gross. It's vain. And it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah. they're like, so I'm just not going to do that at all. I'm not going to yeah. do any health. I'm not going to do fitness. I'm not going to care. Yeah. It's not going to be a priority for me. Right. And I don't think that's right either. And mm-hmm. the thing about that group is mm-hmm. um, I do hear from them eventually. Yeah. yeah. And w- that's when things get so bad because they have not taken the care, you know, to uh, on their own terms, Mm -hmm. ideally, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, take care of their body one way or another. And now they're like, well, I'm, uh, you know, insulin dependent diabetic. What can you do for me? Or I had five babies and I have not rehab my core or my pelvic floor at any point. Yeah. And now I'm a disaster. What can you do for me? Or yeah. I, you know, my doctor said I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm getting a double knee surgery because I'm too, you know, I'm a hundred pounds overweight. Yeah. Then right. they care yeah. <laughs> because then right. they, they can barely live. They yeah. can't function. I can't play with my right. son. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think it's really important for us as Christians to care. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. to really think about, like you said, like, what does God's word have to say about it? Because mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's not a, like a, a manual for exercise or health or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's so many principles. Yep. Um, that um, completely apply. And so yeah. I love the idea of trying to talk about health, fitness, what have you yeah. um, this way. Yeah. And and so uh, he just made me think of a, a couple things um, related to that. You know, part of the, part of the definition, I, this goes back to Ken what's the biblical definition of health? Well, yeah. part of it is being a good steward. Yeah. Um, a, a now, body. Yeah. And, but that also, I think as, as any calling um, being a good steward is dependent on that calling. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, a pastor is probably going to have a little bit of beer belly, you know, it's not going to, it's not sin. Um, there's a whole bro culture out, out on Twitter that might call it a sin having a beer belly. Uh, but someone who's in fitness, you know, you want to be a good steward and, and be, um, a good leader in fitness. So you, you can exercise more. Um, you're, you know, yeah. with someone who's a fireman needs to be able to carry a bunch of bags up the, up the stairs or carry bodies out or, or whatever. So he needs to be a good steward and be fit in that way. Someone who has an office job is not going to be fit in the same way that, you know, a fireman is going to be fit. So I think we don't want to, um, uh, you know, Paul says, as it relates to food, the earth is the Lord's and all all its fullness. That comes from Psalm 24, but Paul uses it in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 to apply it to all food. 
Mm. He says the earth is the Lord in all its yeah. fullness. And he's saying, he's, he's saying this is a, talking about, you know, all food is, is given from God. All food is, is good. Now, um, uh, I, I, I think is, um, you know, we can mess with food. We can mess food up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we do. And, and, and we do. Um, but in principle, you, you want to say about food and about, you want to say food is good. Yeah. And, and yeah, God gave all, it to us and it's good. Yeah. It's great. And then I think, and again, this is, you know, under this umbrella, what's the definition of, of biblical health? Um, food is good. You need to be able to give thanks for all, all the food. The earth, the earth is the Lord in all its fullness, mm-hmm. all of it. Um, and then um, the also, the only time where food becomes a sin, I think, I think you can find three places in scriptures where food becomes a sin is gluttony. Right. So it's kind of like what you're doing with the food. It's not the right. fact that you're eating pizza is a sin. It's what you're doing with the food. Yeah, and and that, the excess of it. The excess in, of in it. That, drinking. That, Drunk, drunkenness, drunkenness is another place yeah, yeah. where but um, where it's a sin. Yeah. Um, and then um, I think stewardship of your body is is where, but also I want to be careful on how we define stewardship of the body. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, I, you know, um, someone who's fit uh, could be in sin and someone who has a beer belly could be in sin as it relates, but someone who's fit also cannot be in sin. And someone who has a beer belly it, it is not in sin either. Could right. not be in sin either. Yeah. So I think we want to situational for sure. Right. And, right. But I mean, you just, I don't know. I, I, I think the steward, I think I like your point about how really, you know, we're told that all food is lawful, you know, and God gave it to us. So we, it's, yeah. it's, it's all yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what you said about, you know, you only really see, sins being called out in terms of things like drunkenness yeah. or gluttony and things like that. So beyond things like that, we're not going to call in, in, you know, mm-hmm. having a beer belly or not, or eating pizza or not. That's not sin. That's mm-hmm. not going to separate you from God in any way. Mm-hmm. And it's really good that we have, we, you know, kind of hash that out from the jump. But I think yeah. I like the stewardship concept. And I, and I think you could probably make a good argument that, um, you know, in some capacity, and again, it's going to look different from person to person. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also going to look different regardless of what you might want. It's going to look different in different seasons of your life. Too. Yeah. Right. Like some right. that you have to right. factor in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like understanding um, f- food, the effect it has on your body and movement and the effect that that has in your body, I think will for the most part, make us or uh, help us become more joyful, productive, effective Mm -hmm. Christians. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, not making this just a total me thing. Not be passing out at two in the afternoon from from lunch or whatever. Again, I mean, health is kind of like you you Mm -hmm. don't really stagnate. You're either usually like getting healthier slowly or, Mm -hmm. or getting less healthy slowly. So even if in the moment you're maybe okay, like, you know, doing, unhealthy thing, not living mm-hmm. in a very healthy way. Eventually, like I said, you hear from those people, mm-hmm. you hear mm-hmm. from them because the doctor's yeah. like, I'm going to put you on a statin. If you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you need this surgery now or you, or, uh, you know, it, it it's going to get serious eventually. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you could make a really good argument that, you know, in some, in some capacity, it's, it behooves all of us yeah. as Christians to care about our health, right. mm-hmm. uh, how far we take it, uh, what that exactly looks like is going to look different person to person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, I think there's a, there's a number of, of, of things there, but um, yeah. when you look at um, the the biblical balance of scripture, I hate using the term balance could be, you know, everyone I wants know. to be the middle of the road. Like Toby was preaching on right. Sunday. Everyone, everyone thinks their view is the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. But I know what you mean though, because um, I think balance is a, is a theme in the Bible. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, 
where it's true is true, right? And uh, the Bible has all these feast days and has like one or two fasting days. <laughs> now, yeah. has it has it has examples of personal fasting where mm-hmm. to, but but like in terms of official days i think it has like one official fast day in the old testament and like three three feast days or weeks um in in scripture um i i say that not mm-hmm. to um because i say that because there's a there's a lot of uh conscious issues of conscience conscious Con- conscience conscience golly yeah, yeah. issues of conscience that people start to creep in um, and, and they start doing things because they, they think, wow, man, I need to eat less than I eat and maybe fast more. Um, I need to do this. You know, they, they start using like a, uh, feeling guilty. That's the, that's the word I'm trying okay, to get to. Yeah. They start, they start trying, they start feeling right. guilty on how they're doing things. And what we want to, what the kind of, um, vision that we want to strike for families and individuals and parents and so forth is like, man, this is, this is how an athlete fine tunes his basketball playing ability, his athleticism, his weight training. And the same way you can do that in your life with, with your family in a way that your family's, you know, more healthy and more happy. Right. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's people who, who eat in such a way where they wonder why they don't feel well. Well, it's because it's because it's most people, yeah, it's because yeah. you're, you're, you're eating in a way that, that is actually impacting your body and not being helpful. So that's, that's kind of what we're trying to get at here is we, we want you to think um, biblically about, you know, heart, soul, and mind uh, in your body. We want you to not um, come to this conversation with a guilty conscience right. on whatever eating a Snickers bar or whatever. We want you to come with a, it's kind of like, you know, Doug, Doug says it's, it's a get to thing. It's you, you get yeah. to, you get to figure out how your how your body functions in this world as it right. relates to exercise, food, stress, all this stuff. It's it, it's a get to, and it's a I think it's a better way to think about health. Yeah, I I agree. And you know, you just like if you have gratitude um, for uh, you know the the abundant time we live in, all the food that we have, um, and and you look at it, and even look at your body through a lens of gratitude, even if your body is not currently like looking the way you like it to look, or it's not performing the way you like it to perform or it's sick, but just like it's a body God gave you. So if you look, if you're thankful for it mm-hmm. and you're thankful to God That's right. for giving it to you, and then it, it is more of a get to, cause it's like, okay, I mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for this body. And what can I, what are some small reasonable things that I can start doing? They're going to, they're going to help it mm-hmm. <laughs> feel right. better, yeah. perform better. That's right. right. So it's never like a, well, if you eat that, you're mm-hmm. sinning. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, right. I mean, that's a terrible way to look at it. Um, right. and that's a terrible way to live. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I, I think you're right. I don't think that's how the Bible presents it to mm-hmm. us, but I think, yeah, um, yeah. what we eat and what, how we move completely affects every, you know, it affects us very much. So it's, it's good right. to have these conversations. That's right. So coming, moving forward, mm-hmm. um, we'll have some fun. Uh, I didn't show any of the memes today. Um, cause I, I didn't, I didn't find a spot for it, but we're, we're going to have some fun. What, okay. Let's um, do this. so, uh, but moving forward, we're going to, um, talk about all sorts of issues. Um, you know, um, uh, I mean, rattle some off your head real quick. What What are some of the issues? You mean in future podcasts? Yeah, future podcasts. Moving well, forward, I want to talk about fad diets mm-hmm. um, soon. Maybe our next one mm-hmm. we can talk about fad diets because that's that yeah. that's gonna that's gonna upset a lot of people. You, so. you keep changing our notes. <laughs> Sorry. I, this is I, I need to teach you how to use this. You I, aren't using notes correctly. <laughs> Really sorry about that. Did I delete everything? I think you did on some. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fad diets. I want to uh, do that next. That's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna um uh one of one of the ones I I want to do 
is is why Doritos are good for you. You're gonna hate that one. That's Oops, gonna be, that's gonna gonna, be one you hate. Am I gonna be a part of that? Or? Yeah, you are. <laughs> That'll be really great. Why That'll you be, should eat Doritos? Why you should eat Doritos? Um, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I had some in my mind. I actually yeah. had a list, but I think I think you deleted my list because you don't know how to use notes. I'm sorry about that. That's hilarious. You think of them again, but there's yeah. tons of things to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Uh, Bad diets, you know. Oh, oh, we're going to talk about the man plan. We're oh, kind of yeah. working on, working on plan. a little bit of a, yeah. a way a guy like me who works in the office all day is on the phone, is recording in the studio, mm-hmm. um, who um, wakes up to coach basketball at 6 a.m. in the morning and then has a basketball practice at 7 p.m. at night. I have no time yeah. to work out. So we're going to we're going to try to um, maybe cast a little vision there on the, on, on what we're working on. I mean, any, uh, on the man plan is yeah. affectionately as it's affectionately called. So guys yeah. like me, how can we maybe have a, just a little bit of a healthier fitness lifestyle? Yeah. Something realistic in the, in the midst of everything. Busy people like doing pull-ups as you walk in the house. I have a pull-up bar. Yes. My, my, my wife made me install a pull-up bar when I walk in the house and I have to do one pull-up before dinner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's no requirement. There. Can't have dinner. There's that's, no, yeah, that's how yeah. I give it. You got to do one full pull-up. And it's hard. I'm six two, <laughs> so I so oftentimes the kids are sitting down eating dinner while I'm still trying to do my own pull. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> just, kidding. Just, just kidding. Do your pull. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, we will talk about the man plan because it's uh, and everything, all the reasoning behind it. I think is really worth talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, that's good. Mm-hmm. We should do fad diets next time though, because are we gonna do fad diets I'm next ready, time? I'm ready for it. Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk about that should be fun. Keto, carnivore. Poke, all, we want to poke some diet idols. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, baby, this is going to become my favorite time during the week. Oh, my yeah. too. My Thursday record time, although the next week is going to be Friday, and no one needs to remember that. I know. Yeah. We've well. got a crazy couple, couple of weeks here. Well, y'all, so Water Break, the name Water Break came from, you know, the Water Boy, mm-hmm. and you, want, you need to take a break to listen to the Water Boy, and now it has all sorts of exercise connotations. Yeah. You know, it so really Water works. Break kind of works. Yeah. It's. We didn't even plan it, and so we're just going to stick with that for the show. Um, so uh, thank you for tuning in to Water Break, and uh, we'll be dropping the show uh, weekly, and I got to talk to my producer what day we're going to drop it and all that stuff. Mm, I haven't yeah. even come up, but weekly we're going to be dropping the show. So thank you for tuning in to Water Boy and Water Girl yep. on Water Break. 